The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Delighted to be joined in studio now by two-time world champion and PTSB Team Ireland ambassador, Daniel Whiffen. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us here on The Last Word. You've had extraordinary success recently in the World Championships in Doha. World champion, 800 metres, 1500 metres freestyle events and now the Olympic Games later this year. You know, to be a world champion is an incredible achievement. So where does then going to the Olympics rank alongside that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, becoming a double world champion has topped my dreams of what I ever wanted to become. And then, obviously, it's a very important year because this summer it's the Paris Olympic Games. And, uh, I mean, maybe everybody's expecting me to win. But, I'm honestly, I think I can be on the podium. I think it'll be a good chance. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the summer. You're not playing down your chances. That's not the way to go about winning a gold medal, is it? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Tell us, though, about winning the World Championships this year. I mean, has this been a schedule that you had that you have been building up towards now? What age are you now? 22, is it? 22, yeah. And was this the year that you had targeted in swimming that you would be on the podiums? Um, yeah, so I think from the last um, the last Olympics, we've had this three-year plan of the steps needed to becoming an Olympic champion. And um, we said that we needed to be a world champion before. So obviously we've completed that now. But um, yeah, I mean, this all start. Yeah, this year has kind of hit it off quite good. Obviously in the summer of 2023, we came fourth twice at the last world championships. Then in December, I became triple European champion in the 400, 800, 1500. And I broke the world record in the 800. And then obviously topped it off there last week with a double world champion in the 800 So this year has kind of picked up significantly from others. When you say we, who do you mean by we? Because you're the man on your own in the pool, but who else is there with you influencing the training regimes and how you approach your swims? Yeah, so I train out of uh, Loughborough University uh, just outside Leicester in England, and uh, we train. I train there. We've we got a massive squad of 12 athletes who also in 1500 and 800. And also my family and my brother is all a part of that we that I said. It's, it's a massive team effort. And um, it's not just all to credit me for swimming in the pool. There's a massive support network that goes behind that. And um, including everyone and all my sponsors and everything. This goes back a long way though, doesn't it? Because the hours that are involved in swimming and the hours at which you do it, Required not just an enormous amount of discipline for you as a swimmer, but it was a big demand on your family as well, wasn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Especially in the earlier days, my family, you know, they were my mum especially was dropping me and my dad to put to the pool at four thirty in the morning. You know, they started this journey for me, and they're the one who really pushed it because they wanted me to do well. And um, I mean, I don't think they ever expected me to make the Olympics or even become a world champion. So they were just doing it because they know I loved it. And I mean, I'm still. Continuing that today, I mean, I love the sport. I love. I also have so much fun. I always say that I could train every day of the rest of my life and not compete, and I'd still love the sport. But you did play other sports, didn't you, when you were younger? Yeah. What, what did you play? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I've done a lot. I used to. I played GAA. I played foot. I played soccer. I played rap basketball. We played. We played everything when we were younger. But yeah, we. And did you show any particular talents for any of those? Uh. I mean, we were all right at Gaelic, to be fair. I mean, Nathan played midfield, my twin, because we were quite tall. Nathan played goalkeeper as well, but he got his two front teeth knocked out, so that was a no-go for him. But uh, now, I think swimming kind of took uh, took on top of everything, and then we had to kind of push everything away. But I do think that we have learned a lot from doing quite a lot of sports, because when you just narrow in on that one sport, 
sometimes you get a bit of a cloud of mind where, because we did team sports when we were younger, we can bring that into this sport because uh, something can maybe seem individual, but on the out, on the inside, it's really a lot of team effort goes into it. And tell us all about what's required to get to be a swimmer of your standard. So how many kilometres a week will you have to swim, particularly as you're in long-distance competition? And uh, what sort of hours do you put in? So we're, we're talking at least 80 to 90 kilometres a week, uh, which is kind of crazy to say, I guess. And we're, we're talking at least 26 to 30 hours a week in some the pool and gym and stuff like that around that. So it is quite a heavy schedule, but uh, it's just what works for me. What sort of gym work do you do? We do. To be fair, I at the moment, I haven't been doing too much weightlifting that I guess people might assume. I do a lot of core stability a lot of bodyweight exercises just to make sure you're aware of your own body so that really you can utilise it in the best way in the pool. When you're doing all those hours in the pool, what are you thinking about? Do you actually continue always to concentrate on your breathing and on your stroke technique and your speed to the exclusion of everything else? Yeah, to be honest, when I, when, when I am swimming, it depends obviously on the scenario, but in a race, I'm really focusing on myself, focusing on my technique, and then in training, we're doing those long reps. You're talking 1,200 meter reps. And uh, we've, since we've got such a big squad, all I'm thinking about is trying to beat the person next to me. Or if nobody's there, sometimes you listen, you sing a song or replay a movie that you listened to the night you watched the night before. Or would yeah. you even have headphones, underwater headphones, for listening to music or anything? You can't do that, but we go a little too fast to have them on. They come off. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us, how long will you be in the sport for? I mean, you're going to do this this year, you're going to the Olympics. What sort of career do you get in swimming, given that you've achieved an enormous amount already by the age of 22? Yeah, so I think for my event, swimming peaks, well, at the moment, around 27, 28. So, I mean, at least another six years until I hit my peak. And then you're talking, I'll probably carry on. I can see my carrying on, my carry on swimming until I'm 32. So at least another 10 years. In lots of sports... Their injuries can impact on performance. What sort of injuries do swimmers get? A lot of shoulder injuries. Obviously, uh, overusing a shoulder in like a weird position. Uh, but maybe, to be honest, that, that's really it. Shoulder is mainly the main area that people would get injuries. I mean, you have them and everybody has a shoulder niggle at some point and you're talking like uh, you, might, you might have to get a session or something that hurts and you just have to make sure you get your good pre-pool in to warm it up. But... Uh, swimming seems to be for me quite injury free I do I mean I do miss a couple of sessions a year with a shoulder problem but that'll be it Now tell us how careful do you also have to be with issues like diet and supplements and the reason I'm asking this is the most famous Irish swimmer of all time uh. from long before when you were born Michelle Smith became a figure of major controversy so how often are you tested and how careful are you in relation to what foods and supplements you take yeah, 100%. So, I mean, um, I make sure all my supplements are batch tested. Um, and also, I probably get drug tested. I reckon, I'm going to put this out there, I could be the most tested Irish athlete at the moment, I reckon. I think I get drug tested at least nearly every one to two weeks. I'm drug tested, which is, I mean, uh, maybe it's a bit excessive, but 
it doesn't matter to me because everybody wants it to be a clean sport. And is that sort of the price of success? In that, when you're successful, immediately there is a suspicion in sports like swimming, like cycling, and others individual sports. So you just it comes with the territory. You win, so you have to be tested. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of sad to say, but uh, that I guess when you do rise to the top so quickly, that there maybe are suspicions. But I mean, you just prove it with your drug test. That's what you do, and you just prove that you're a clean athlete. Tell me a little bit about the accent, because I'm fascinated by all of the journey that your family has taken. Your mother is from where? So both my parents were born in uh, Leeds, and I was born in Leeds, and we moved over when I was one. But my whole mum's side of the family is from Cork, or just below Cork, really. Kinsale, which is close enough to Cork, isn't it? Yeah. And then um, they, uh, so and then we moved. Out. I was born in Leeds, and then I moved over when I was just. I think I think it was either I was one or just before one. And then I lived in Northern Ireland ever since in Maryland. You spent a bit of time in India as well, though, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I I was there for six months. We were going to move there, but because my dad's job changed, and he lived there for five years. But uh, no, the swimming wasn't good enough there, so uh, we had to stay in Ireland. Okay, and just to finish, of course, you do train out of Lockborough in the UK. Mm-hmm. Is it there's nowhere here in Ireland that can do the training with you? Oh, Ireland is still very good for training. It's just they don't do the specific needs that I need. So I need a big group of distant swimmers because obviously we do that amount of meters, so like 80, 90k a week. That you need somebody there to keep pushing you. And in Ireland, we don't have the, the caliber of athletes in my event. So, uh, just had to get quick 45-minute flight over to the East Midlands Airport and I'm there and I've got 12 guys doing the same thing as me. Well, look, we're looking forward to seeing you in the Olympics. I know you're a PTSB Team Ireland ambassador and you are one of our big hopes for taking medals, hopefully gold. And if it goes anything like the World Championships did, we will have great fun celebrating your success later in the year. Daniel Whiffen, it's been great having you here on The Last Word. Best wishes to you. Great, thank you very much. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.